It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Mike, we will keep- What's up, no, 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 you go first. Oh, uh, yeah, listen, this is kind of funny. We'll do this another time. This is hilarious. 311 is a good band. Can we talk about Denzel Ward being on a, on a permanent concussion list? Well, that's exactly where we're going, Gene. I'm yeah, glad you brought Before this up. Before you do that, if... we have breaking news on the Buckeyes, Mike. The name of starting uh, quarterback. Ryan Day is named Kyle McCord the starting quarterback. Yeah, I expected that to happen today. Actually. And he's not the one that wears 33 for anyone that cares. No. Okay. He's not good. You don't like him, though, G, right? You think he stinks? Oh, yeah, he's not good. We don't know what either of them are, and that's scary because I can't remember the last time Ohio State went into a season with a complete unknown yeah. at that position. Yeah, it's a, this, this got a little Stanley Jackson on it. <laughs> Joe Jermaine years, bro. Remember that? Like, <laughs> I was covering that team. <laughs> Devin Brown will play also. There it is. They, yeah, they, good. They're they going to have they, – listen, they're going to be splitting back and forth. Yeah. Um, They'll use the early games yeah. like they did with Joe Jermaine. Yeah. They won the Rose Bowl <coughs> this year. Doing that. And speaking you, of which, speaking crazy. of which, Gene Smith is going to be on the show tomorrow. Oh, good. This yep. is it for him, right? This is his last season at yep. Ohio State. And Jay Stevens, who's the locked on uh, Buckeyes reporter, is joining us Friday. So obviously, we haven't spent any time talking about the Buckeyes. No. And the expectations don't seem as high as they've been in the last few years. You know, but, it's funny that yeah. they're, they're in top five everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has them top five. And I guess that's just, you know, kind of standard protocol now you put the Buckeyes in the top five in the preseason but I'm intrigued by Michigan this year we'll talk more about that back to what people care about Denzel Ward the Browns and literally nothing else matters right now I know we have Gene Smith coming (laughs) on stay tuned for that but no one else cares about anything right now except the Cleveland Browns and Bull and Jason disagree on this one and I'll set it up in a sec and I talk to them individually but Denzel Ward's back in concussion protocol he played in the final preseason game against the Chiefs got banged up and uh, Jason, I'll let you start here. Why was Denzel Ward in the field against Kansas City? What did I tell you? How did we disagree on this? No, G and Bull disagree, right? No, Jason and, and Bull. I had no problem with him playing. You had uh, a problem I, with him playing? I, I didn't think he should have been out there. Well, no, I didn't, I didn't have any problem there. with him playing. Players play. I can't worry about it once, you know, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Hell, there's a better chance he gets hurt in the regular season when the live bullets are flying. But a guy... I, I'm, I do believe that you, you have to play football to get ready to play football. Yeah. But a guy like him who's had this long injury history right there, I don't know what benefit comes from playing him. So they've always, with, with this regime, they've always taken the approach of we're going to keep our guys in bubble wrap during the preseason. And it hasn't worked. Well, I mean, right here's a perfect example. Like Nick Harris walks out as the starting center. One play, he gets hurt, misses all of last yeah. year. Dunzo Ward walks out, one play concussion. And I, I mean, four Jerry concussions. Grant too. Four concussions is like we haven't really talked about this, guys. Yeah, but it's a big deal. Four concussions. It's what's close, the difference Jay. in this and two and two in tongue of Iola? Not much. Like not much. Not much. It's. <clears throat> I, I'm thinking about this kid's long term life after football, and so will he. This is problematic, and to do it in a preseason game. But Jay, I, I, I you got to play football. You That's have it. to play, and and it because he's part of a group. There's a lot of moving parts there, and we saw last year that a lot of those a lot of those teeth uh, on the gears were were clashing last mm-hmm. year, uh, and now they're in a new system. 
That's the other reason that I think we have to see him. I don't think you can ever sit as a coach and say, we're not going to play him because I'm afraid he's going to get hurt. Because it's going to well, get we real. have plenty of evidence he's going to get hurt. I know that, we but he can get hurt. Evidence. So do you not play him in the regular season? Well, no. I mean, play him when it matters, and if he gets I, hurt, so be I, it. I, I to just play think him it's a it new system. Matter. It's a new coaching staff. And there's that's new, what July and August was there. I thought you said preseason doesn't matter, Bull. I thought you said you can't learn no, anything from preseason. No, performance doesn't play. He's fitting into a group. There's a total difference yeah. there, Mike. It's not Mike, come on. I expect that nonsense from the fans. I but mean, listen, you me. just spent all day yesterday saying my question was dumb for asking Aditi, how much difference does a defense look? And because then you come you out and say judge to play in the preseason. How good they are based on how they play in the preseason. That doesn't mean there isn't value to the team for guys playing to get ready. I'm saying you can't look at their statistics or or a, you know, a play one particular play a guy makes and make that meaningful. Which is obvious what I meant, and you're trolling right now. If, if Patrick Mahomes had been playing, I'm all for Denzel Ward being in that game. But what the hell is Denzel <coughs> Ward going to gain from playing against? So I don't Michelle even care who was. I don't care who's on the other playing line. That, because they got to get used to playing together. The first team defense is barely played. That's what July and August is for. I, I'm a Miles Garrett for, didn't play though. For a guy with with the with the type of injury history that Denzel Ward has, you know he's going. Then to Then why hurt. did nobody he's say last week he hurt. shouldn't play? None of you guys well, said he shouldn't well, play. Well, let me let me give you let me give you this. Think you should. Let me give you this. This is. Uh, this is August 23rd, 2018, right? This is in Cleveland.com. Brady defensive coordinator Greg Williams attributes Denzel Ward's back spasms from the Eagles by the stupid way he tackles and hopes the injury I remember that. is a wake-up call. I was glad to hear it wasn't serious, and maybe he'll listen to me and stop doing those stupid things the way he's trying to tackle and tackle the way I tell him to, and he won't get hurt. Williams snapped on the podium, and he talked about how Denzel Ward, he said, <clears throat> The, the goal, it depends on the size of the person. Uh, I'm also worried about it as much as the wrap-up part of it, William said. It's about getting the guy to the ground. A lot of times, you do it to cut the guy down. He should have cut the guy at the time right there instead of a 290-pound man running over his face. Now, look, this is in 2018. We go back to his injury history. If if your coach is telling you that you, you you're gonna put keep putting yourself in harm's way, it's a certain way when you got a slight frame you got to tackle. Sure. Now what tells me if you got four concussions, you play cornerback. You don't even you don't even touch the ball carrier. Lots of times, a lot of times that you on the backside they run off you drop, you trot back. Why it tells me if you have four concussions and all these different things, your technique is bad and you're not you're not you're not tackling the way you should. Especially now, if you if you're that small and you try to put your face in tackles, that's going to get you every single time. So it looks like he hasn't learned anything. I remember when Greg Williams said that. Everybody was like, "What did he just say?" Yeah, it was shocking because you don't usually see a position coach calling out a player so publicly, especially a marquee player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know it was early in his career, but everybody knew what Denzel was going to be. Yeah, but I agree with that. I I you know. Some concussions are unavoidable. You, he does play a collision position. I know you're saying that it's not, you know, not every play. It's not linebacker it, D line. No, right? it's yeah. not. So it's not on every play. But it's still a high collision position, and it's going to happen. And one, I think the slight frame. He's giving up so much size to a lot of these guys that he's hitting that it's almost look. It's like the immovable object and the you know and the unstoppable force. He's he's movable. He's small. He's getting hit by guys that are bigger than him. Yeah. I I'm with you, Jay. I am extremely concerned as it's moving forward for his career. Yeah. No I wouldn't doubt. be surprised if, if sometime in the regular season if he suffers another one that we don't suddenly hear he's walking away. 
well, you never know what's inside someone's mind, how they feel about that. In the short term, he'd probably be back in time for week one, I would think. Well, yeah, he's in protocol. That's it depends. Yeah. Concussion. I mean, you yeah, know. You never know. With Justin Morneau is 12 days months. away. I so, mean, it, I think it's, you just don't know. It's a case-by-case basis, which, again, to go back to the original question or the original point of why I don't think he should have been out there, I, I do think Deshaun should have played and the offense should have played because of all the time that he missed and everything else. Right. I said that before. I was fine with, with Deshaun playing in the preseason. Denzel Ward, with his injury history, I don't know what good comes so of So, you him put him in the, in the category with, See you with, with Chubb. And with uh, with Garrett, we know what you are. We'll There's, see you when it matters. Let's minimize the hurt, snaps. If you get hurt when it matters, then yeah. you have to live with it. But to get hurt in a game that doesn't matter, for a guy like that with as long of an injury history as he has, I just think that that's foolish. I, I think Jim Schwartz is worth trusting. If for whatever reason he felt he, he felt Denzel Ward needed to play, maybe Denzel Ward felt he needed to play. And I don't think you could baby players. I think we've done that too much in baseball. We do it too much in football. And there's still a ton of injuries. Yeah, and you're never but at least, watch them out of the game. At least have injuries when it matters. If, well, if you get hurt, what's, what's the, the difference? Ultimately, well, if he misses happens. week one, it's a pretty big difference. He got hurt in a game. Yeah, but that if he would have gotten hurt in week one, then he'd miss week two and okay, three. Okay, but so, at least know. it's a game that matters. At least it's it's it means something. All That's right. all. Injuries are injuries. I mean, if it keeps you out of a regular season game, it keeps you out, I, regardless of where you picked it up. Um, I understand what you're saying. You, he's a high risk player, so you minimize the risk. Yeah. <laughs> in the first um, in the first year of a coach. There, there's times where you got a first-year coach and he comes in and maybe he don't think that you're up to speed. Maybe you, he needs to see. I it. still saw some miscommunications yeah. in the defensive backfield against Kansas City. There was a ball drop that was uh, – I don't know what that happened on the play. Oh, yeah. There was blown coverage. That's yeah. a touchdown. Yep. And, I'm and, sure that player is going to be – But that was also the guys that are getting cut today. I know, but it, it, the fact of the matter is if that miscommunication happens in the regular season, that's seven. Well, yeah, but if that communication happens with Grant Delpit out there and Denzel Ward out there, that's a little bit different than the dudes who were out there. Yeah. So hopefully we're past that. Man, I, when I saw it, I had PTSD I know. from I know. it because I, I saw it too many times last year. Yep. And, and sometimes I get the feeling that they – listen, like, you know, Denzel Ward has gotten that treatment before. I've been in programs where they're like, listen – that guy produces, that guy's a solid. We know what that guy's about. If you look at the guys who haven't been playing, Miles Garrett, uh, we talk about all the time, he flipped his car, still has 16 sacks. He's like, okay, I get it. Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb. He squats for a living, just just doing stuff to be in shape, right? He, and he wants to play. They have to sit him down. Joe Batonio up front. He's the anchor up front. They know what he is. They already got that. For Denzel Ward, we put him in that group. Because he makes a bunch of money, we see flashes of him being. So you great. have, you do have a problem. I don't with have him, him in that group. So, so, so you don't have him. And Jim, Jim no. Schwartz playing him shows he didn't have him. The in that other group. three that's, guys that's are on a Hall of Fame track. And yeah. so, Denzel Ward's not. And no. so he's trying to motivate you, be like, "No, we need to see something for you, dog." Like, because, because, here's the thing: MJ Emerson over there want to play. He want to play all the time, and it's almost like he's trying to snap him out of it. Like, yeah, you good, but we need to see it. And if you, and then here's the, the, just the way he, I know he told this to Newsom. Look, I'm going to play whoever is available over there. You think Greg Newsom is, is excited right now? Sure. He's pumped. He's jumping up and down because he's going to get to play the outside corner now. Now he's motivated. That You, you got to have competition at certain positions. Like Newsom will get a chance to play. Hey, Mitchell, hey, come on in. Whoever's going to play in that little nickel place. Greg, Jim Schwartz saw that tape last year, and he did not like the way it was going in that secondary. And they had a bunch of rhetoric, and people was missing assignments. And he was like, nah, we're going to make y'all work for it this prove year. Prove it. Prove yeah, it. Prove it. Prove me you that dude. All right. 
Interesting. Let's hope he's ready for week one. I know Mikey had, you know, put on the sheet. Did it matter that, you know, why was he out there against Bouchelle and Gabbard? I, that didn't, that no, matters I don't, no, no that zero matter. percent to me. Because even if Mahomes is out there, I, I still don't think Denzel needs to be out there. Right. I I, just, you either are for playing him or right. against, and I don't think it has anything to do with who's playing on the other side. Agreed. I was surprised Andy Reid didn't go with his ones. Yeah, I was too a little bit. Because that, that violates his protocol. He normally plays his guys. You, you know why? He know about that. He, <laughs> he, look, he, he, that's a business. You said this decision. yesterday, too. You don't really believe that. Oh, I do. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe it. I like, <laughs> what, his job's on? No, no, no. So that he's the, afraid of the Browns defense. The, the Browns defensive oh, line. No. Hold on. The Browns defensive line and what they was doing in Philadelphia has made waves. They're like, listen, when, when Kelsey comes back, and back, we can't block these dudes. And if there's a least of thought that if Zadarius Smith and Miles Garrett are playing, why I'm not putting Patrick Mahomes out there for what? No, I'm cool. Now you can't. Now if you take that that same energy and effort, you gotta think about it. Pat Mahomes has been playing all all day, every day for years with Andy Reid. Yeah, I think he wanted no none of that smoke. I'm not. I want nobody. Zadarius wow. Smith took one of his tackles and, <laughs> and put him in the backfield I and was he, like, "Yeah, he is smoking some." Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm just that's right the substance. Earl, no, Earl wants saying. to chime in on this. Earl, what's up? Yo, tobacco with G saying, so I, I produced the uh, Cleveland Browns weekend show, and one of the things that Juan Thornhill said in his interview was that what he's noticed is the twos and the threes, as far as the defensive line go, they're getting to the quarterback within one and a half seconds. And for the DBs, it's making their job a whole lot easier. So I can see why G would feel like, okay, this is a dress rehearsal game, quote unquote, and the Browns defensive line is wrecking havoc already. Why risk getting Pat Mahomes hurt? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's it interesting wrecking havoc it, in the preseason. It is interesting, though, because oh he always God. plays Mahomes and usually a lot in the last preseason game. Love so him. I don't know that, he, that he's – maybe it did factor in. I don't know. Andy Reid's the only one that knows. When did he say Mahomes wasn't playing? Because I, I, I know we did a topic on. I don't think here last week, but he didn't. We I did a whole topic, and I think Bull was like, "I want Watson to play as long as." I, yeah, plays. I, I think I just assumed. I assumed that he was too because play. that's what he does. That's been his pattern. But you know yeah, what happens? We all just you missed it, but you make an ass. I don't think there were. Th- I don't think there were any announcements made that they weren't going to play. I was surprised when I turned on the game and he wasn't in there. <clears throat> well, I think he was on the field working out before the game or warming up. That's another reason why you know he wasn't standing there in street clothes. You know, he went through the process of getting yeah. dressed and going through warm-ups and everything else, and he just didn't come out on the field. Another NFL trade real quick involving a kicker. The Broncos have traded for Saints Pro Bowl kicker Will Lutz. New Orleans going with undrafted rookie Blake Group as their starting kicker this season. Was he in camp for them? Will Lutz? Yeah, was that a camp battle? To be honest with you, as I was looking at every graphic I was making for who could potentially replace Cade York, yeah. I did not see Will Lutz in any kicker battles. To be completely honest, like his name was there was the 
Carolina battle. There was the Arizona battle, the right. San Francisco battle. So maybe this Chargers kid just was so impressive in camp, the decision was made. It's time to turn the page on him. I wonder what they gave up because Lutz was a Pro Bowler two years ago. Hopkins had never been a Pro Bowler. So what do you think the return is for a <coughs> Pro Bowl kicker versus know, sixth average, round maybe? A six, maybe yeah, one, one maybe. round. By maybe. the way, let me uh, end this nonsense that G and Earl are hitting with with the scare to the Browns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> contra- we were just lost because Patrick Mahomes didn't play in the last preseason game last year either. He didn't. Nope. He played two years ago. But I think he played three quarters. I think two there was, years ago or the second to last game. But last I think year. there was question even the day of of whether or not he was going to play Mahomes this year in this game. Because I remember yeah. to ask him. He but said, he didn't play last year. I, I could have swore he did. Yeah, I just went and looked at the box score from last year's final preseason game. It he must have play. been two years ago that he. Yeah, two years two ago years he was ago, eight of nine for 111 yards. And in the I think final played into the third quarter. Maybe maybe I don't, I'm mistaken. I don't know. But last year he did not I think play it was the last against the Patriots. Game. Was it against the Patriots two years ago? Their last preseason game. Because uh, it was a national televised. It was against game, the Vikings. Last year? Two years ago. Two years ago. Last year, who was it against? Did they play the Patriots in the preseason last year? Uh, Let's see. 2022, they played, no, they played Chicago, Washington, and then Green Bay the last game, and he did not play in that game. It was the the same Steve Bouchel. (laughs) Shane. his dad's name was Steve. You know why there's a reason why you don't play division uh, rivals during the preseason, right? Well, you don't want to. Show them anything, for sure. And you don't want nobody going out there with a third-string dude saying, go get him together. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, so, at the end of the day, like, it's not as if, if I'm playing, if I was playing the Steelers and I was the Browns, I'm not playing Deshaun Watson. If I was playing the Bengals, I'm not playing him because they'd be doing extra stuff. Like, you can't afford to. And I, I, it, it, are they scared? Are they like, oh, my God, we're going to be scared. But you're like, I'm not risking it. I'm just look, look. Yeah. It does me no good. It's Patrick Mahomes. It does me no good against against that defensive line, knowing that they're aggressive. I mean, the one thing is Kansas City does it. I mean, well, they've got new pieces at wide receiver, but I think in general, Kansas City's a well-oled machine. As long as long Patrick Mahomes is out there, things are going to work. Yeah. So I don't think you know. Yeah, they're only new pieces a rookie. They uh, they have right? a new wide receiver, right? Yeah, they drafted Justin uh, Ross. Yeah. Right, but their top their starting receivers are MVS, who's still there. Sky Moore. And Sky Moore, who was there last year. You know. Anyway. Okay. You want to do a read now? We got our last read of the day. We have made it, ladies and gentlemen. Through six fast reads, as always. Tonight, 4 o'clock, behind the glass, myself, Anthony Earl, talking about all the latest cuts around the league. Whatever the Browns do and officially finalize their moves, we'll break that down, look at who else was cut around the league, see if anyone might pique the Browns' interest and move forward, and that will launch today at 4 o'clock. And next up in our 32 and 32 series, Jay, is number seven, Dalvin Tomlinson. Bull, you've been giving us your list as we coincide here. Where'd you have Dalvin Tomlinson on your 32 and 32 uh, list? I had Dalvin Tomlinson eight. So, we're so seven good. versus eight. So pretty yep. much right in the same vein. Yep. Do you guys agree Dalvin Tomlinson yep. is in the right spot, at least the right area? I do. All Absolutely. in consensus? Yep. I mean, top, I, I have, I'm doing groups. Between six and ten. Yeah, I would like He's to right say there. top five, but yeah, I, probably, would too. I could probably come up with five more important. But given right. the problems this team had at defensive tackle last year, 100%, he's the top ten most important player. He was a huge pickup, much-needed addition. Like I said earlier, I'm still not convinced defensive tackle is fixed. I need to see it first, but hopefully, obviously, he's one of the big pieces to What's fix your it. concern there? Because you said that earlier in the show. Just depth and uh, just over – I don't have concerns about Dalvin Tomlinson. right. But who else out there? 
are we 100% sure? No, nobody. Nobody. I so, think. like, there's one. Okay. But there's a lot more to go. And yeah. so I just, I just need to see it before I can say, okay, that's solved. They fixed that. Right. I think they, I think they, uh, they got a bargain. I think, I think Maurice Hurst has played very well in the preseason um, for what they, what they paid for. He was right. a guy, he was a top, you know, high value pick out of Michigan. Had some injuries. He's flashed. He's had some sacks. He's been in on some tackles. And he was great his first two years in the league. Yeah, he was good. And so the last two years, he's been hurt a lot. So, but he, right now he's healthy. I, I like him, but it's fair. Yeah, it's fair. I think Jason's point is fair. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot to prove at defensive tackle for they, the Browns. Yeah. They have a, they have a. I think the defensive line has a really big upside, right? No doubt. Oh, agree. Yeah, but there's a. But and it, they moved their floor up a little bit too with the, with some of the sure. guys they got. Yeah. Listen, no matter. You, I, I think we've gone a little overboard on how good we think they're going to be, especially early, because this it's a new defense with completely new defensive line outside of Miles Garrett. But there's no doubt, like, the downside for the Browns' defensive line is probably mediocrity and not absolute trash like it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, think it's, I, I, I think we shouldn't be surprised if the defensive line has some growing pains early in the season because there's so many new guys there. Even though I know you've talked about with Jim Schwartz, it's like, all right, just go get the quarterback or go, whatever, just attack. But still, I mean, it, there is something to be said about chemistry between guys right. on the defensive line. So We've seen contain issues this preseason. Uh, are you concerned about that at um, all? Because it's happened a couple of times where mm, guys are just free around the end, and there's not a linebacker in sight. There's not an end over there to, to corral the, the ball carrier. No, no, the, no, the two things that it's going to hit you, and you got to watch out for it. The two, the three plays that's going to hurt the Cleveland Browns this year, and it's just by design. It's just every defense has some sort of weakness, sure. right? The weakness for this defense is inside zone. So you, you know, you won't be able to run outside on the Browns. Don't worry about the tosses and different things like that, because you're not going to run around Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith out there. One thing that you have to watch out is the inside zone, which is the most prevalent play in the in the game. Inside zone is run more than any other play. Uh, on, is that what Atlanta did to us last year? Uh, yeah, just straight time inside and time zone. and time just again. Zone, zone. Here we go. Double, double team at the point of the attack on the three technique. Get right to the linebacker. That's the most prevalent play in the league. However, they're going to be have to worry about draw now too. Shotgun draw is going to be a huge one because you're you're split out wide. You're getting up field. One one thousand. They're running 1, lanes there. There you go. There's lanes, natural lanes. You got to also worry about scrambling quarterbacks. Quarterbacks that are not going to try to escape to the outside. But in the middle of the or middle of the defense, and then the last one is the screen game. Screen mm. game is going to be huge. Uh, they're going to run tight end screen. They're going to run all the screens, tunnel screens, bubble, and especially with the halfback because those guys are so upfield. They're inviting them to get upfield. Right. So it's going to take the defensive linemen to basically retrace their steps and to feel it. Like if you get upfield, you just kind of know if somebody letting you go. You you could feel the light right. hitting like yeah, something light. right here. So, you, you ain't been open <laughs> all day. I'm not taking that bait. <laughs> you, you ain't got hey, hey Siaki Ika. If you if you two steps <laughs> in the backfield, ain't nobody touched you. It's a reason for it. Retrace your steps because mm. we need you to get back here. But those are gonna be some things they're gonna have to run. Um, but I will say, is 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 tough it is is it might be for them to gel together and and you you give them some time. I still think you're gonna see the best Miles Garrett you ever seen. And it's going to be to a point where it's like, oh, that's that level we were talking about? Because now he's going to be in on run plays, too. Because now you don't really have responsibilities. He's just running around. I, I've really thought that every single season in his pro career. 
I've thought this is the one where he just breaks the egg and just goes absolutely nuts. So I hope you're right. Yeah, and that's why they put him on. See, Jim Schwartz, when, when, they, when you talk about it, they say, hey, Jim, who do you like? You know who Jim Schwartz likes by, by how, been, how often he plays the stars. Miles Garrett ain't been seen. Kevin Stefanski said somebody asked him. It, it seems like Miles is in the backfield, um, you know, all the time this year. And he's like, that's because it is. And he's that he's going to be special. Trust me. Special, special I defensive player right. of the year. Special, Do you guys agree with that? Different special. Like another level for Miles Garrett I, I, this year? We've been year? talking about him ha- reaching another level I agree. for a number of years. I agree. If it doesn't happen this year, it's not only it's that. I mean, it's hard. It's so silly to say because a minute ago I just said he's on the Hall of Fame track, which he is. He is. But, but there's a, a special level that's only for special players, and he's one of those guys. And and he's he's been a 9.8 or a 9.9. But to get to the 10.0, there's one more... Step. I agree. I, I just it's think only for a few guys and he that he get hasn't there. hit yet. Yeah. He as and it's I hate saying that because he is he has been He's so great. good and he is on a Hall yeah. of Fame track. Yeah. But when you watch him and you just look at him physically, you expect him to be at a completely different level. Wow. And you expect him to be changing games in big moments. And this, that's a, that says a lot. It really I, does. Look at the names he's on that Jason list Jason Taylor. Strahan. I got a beef with that chart. What is my beef with the chart? It doesn't right. go top to bottom. I hate that, no, too. No, it says seasons. Uh, yeah. Yeah, two of them. Actually, I hate that's my. I didn't even notice that one, but yeah. I, that is a second beef. But, yeah. no, you got to have it in order. I mean, yeah, you put Reggie White first. Well, yeah. that, that, that's not, and then Bruce Smith. That's not the most – like, T.J. Watt has – 77 and a half. He's not on this list. Oh, I was just I mean, but he's a whole. Uh, I mean, let's, not, let, let's not act like TJ Watt ain't a whole. I'm just putting some too. notable names up there. Isn't it that, funny, guys, how much Reggie White. See, Reggie White was in his own stratosphere. That's mm-hmm. right. And I literally look at Miles Garrett and I say about him, why not? Yeah. Right. Why not? Reggie, and there's not a lot of guys like that. No. It was Lawrence Taylor. It was Reggie sure. White. It was Aaron Donald in his own That's stratosphere. Right. You're right. And Miles Garrett is fantastic and a great and. All, Amazing, but there's still that little with a few, only a few guys in that top spot. Yeah. Part of the reason Jim Schwartz is here and not Brian Flores is yeah. because they felt like Schwartz was a better fit for Miles. Schwartz that's, system that's is what could unlock Miles in that that higher oh, level. God. So in terms Let's of like so. a bigger year, well, that's why Schwartz is here and not Flores. That's why he got the job. Oh, that's Brian interesting. Flores. I'm all for that. By the I way. always I always go by the LeBron factor. Like when like you know you good when you run like the coach says. Yeah, I got a system, but. <laughs> It's LeBron. LeBron, I am the system. Like, and it takes some coaches to get the hell out the way. Like, you don't draw plays for the team. LeBron's gonna draw those plays. And it takes a lot of like confidence as a coach to be like, okay, this guy is obviously one of the most talented guys I've dealt with. My system is cool. But Miles Garrett is gonna be great because now you can he could be instinctual. He could just say, listen, I felt something here and I'm just gonna go with it. And that's when the the beautiful plays start to happen. When you if you get sixteen sacks and Greg Williams told him at one time, I don't want to see you doing nothing but no swim moves for you, Miles. Straight rip. I'm like, why would you limit his toolbox? That's like telling a pitcher you throw him four he has four good pitchers, you say, No, I only want to live off the fastball. Come yeah. on. Come yeah. on now. You become okay. predictable. Yeah, so now this year is going to be it's, – it's going to be – I'm actually more excited to see the defense, which is crazy, than I am the offense. You know, I wanted to ask you, Bull, because you're the biggest fantasy guy here. Yeah. Went into my fantasy draft Sunday yeah. night, thought seriously about, i got to get the Browns defense this year. Why are they so low on the 
rankings? It's funny that you ask. I can't even answer because I haven't. I have an idea. I spend so much time with my quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end prep. Yeah. And a couple of my leagues, we don't even draft defense anymore. No kidding. Yeah, we got rid of it. So I spend, I don't do, I, my drafts are this Saturday and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week, including our draft, which is next Wednesday. Right. Uh, but so I, I don't do defense to the last minute. I don't, yeah, I, I it's just an was, afterthought I was for surprised. me. Um, they were like middle of the pack. And I know that a lot of that is based off last year's production. I get that. I think some of it's the schedule too. Yeah. You know, and. But I, I, I certainly expected them to be top 10. But defense is all about turnovers, too. The Browns didn't force a lot of turnovers But isn't that year-to-year? Year? It's kind of like bullpens in baseball. You That's can't true. carry that over to next year. That's true. But, uh, you know, the average uh, – are the people in your league all Cleveland people? Uh, half Cleveland and half Pittsburgh. Because if you draft, like, you know, most uh, – some of my leagues, I'm drafting with a lot of people from New York, you know, friends that – Yeah. Or people from all over the country. And – if you're not following the Browns closely, you may not realize that they're. No, that I'm not talking better. about where they went in our draft. Yeah. Oh, just I'm talking in general. About, yeah, I looked at four or five different fantasy football yeah. rankings. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I was surprised at how low they were. I got to get on Mikey defense. Has generally, sp- generally speaking, don't don't usually the top four or five defenses usually come in the waiver wires after things clear out. Often happens. Weeks. Yeah, that but way. they they always yeah. give them preseason rankings. Right. 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 And I was just surprised. Not that yeah. these rankings are end-all, be-all. They're not. No, sure. But, I, you know, I thought that they would have been top eight, maybe. What's yeah. your theory, Mike? Mike? What do you got? Well, I'm going to steal Jason's line from Thursday. And he was speaking about Greg Newsom in this instance. And he goes, he's a cornerback, but interceptions aren't really his thing. <laughs> That's one of the coldest. <laughs> it's one of the coldest lines I've ever heard. I mean, he has one interception in the last five seasons. He's, he's a clean-up hitter, but home runs really no, – that's, that's not his bag. That's right. That's right. So, in a fantasy football scenario where turnovers – or weighted, and I'm every you know league's a little different with the defensive ratings, and right? Points, yeah. touchdowns, whatever. Turnovers do count as points in most of those systems. If you look at the guys in the Browns secondary, outside of Thornhill, no one really has a track record of a of getting a lot high of interception facts. rate, and maybe that could be the difference yeah. between a secondary. Maybe. That's as talented as But they also look at sacks, is. too. You get points for sacks. Uh, that, and, and this year, and that could be the great equalizer. And gosh, I mean, so. like, I'm just throwing out. That, that'd be my, my guess. I don't I mean, know. Our, like, our, Dallas should be good. Trey, Trayvon Diggs gets 10 picks, and then you got, you got uh, Michael Dallas, what, Dallas was third Marcus Lawrence. On, on, on most of the ratings that I looked at. By the way, our guy, uh, Dave Richard, has the Browns 11th. In Which was defense. about where they seemed to be. Like, Yahoo had them, like, bottom. Uh, I think yeah. they were maybe 14th. Um, I think ESPN had them. Not in the top 10. So, technically, in a 10-team league, they're not even draftable. No. No. Now, they went in our league. They, they were like the 7th or 8th defense taken in our yeah. league just because we got a bunch of Cleveland homers right. that think every year that, you know. <laughs> this is it. I mean, you know, right. I just shake my head like, you know, who's going to take Amari Cooper in the first round? <laughs> but, Somebody that's in a Cleveland round. By the round way, Brad, remember, Brad took Cade York last year in like the, the third round, fourth That was the funniest round. pick of your draft last yeah. year. Was the, and what's embarrassing is he made the playoffs over some of the other teams around because here. Because he did draft Justin Fields, and he had one yeah. of the greatest rushing years of all time. I'm like, dang. I took C.J. Stroud with my last pick. Is it two quarterbacks he's had? It is. So he's your third, I assume? It's my third. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Bull, what's up, Commissioner? What are we doing? We draft. Are we doing Superflex? Yeah, Superflex. Good. Super I like that. I had never done it before, but you yeah. had recommended it last year. Did you let Positive Corey know, by the way, yeah. when the draft is? Corey okay. Yeah, Corey, because he hit me, or he uh, went back to New Jersey today. He was supposed to be up this weekend, but never did. Yesterday he beat. said, um, 
that he hadn't heard about the draft. I think he thought it was t- tomorrow. No, no it's, it's Wednesday. Me and Corey have communication. Wednesday. He knows, Bull. I sent you his email. Okay. You should have come out to invite. our baseball game Saturday. He was at the baseball game I Saturday. told Corey, as soon as y'all get back from vacation, hit me up. I have my weekend clear. Corey didn't hit me up. Text wow, me on Sunday. Wow, disappointed goes, in that. He goes, and you could, I already yelled at him. Very you disappointed yell at him too. in that. Because uh, he told me that you would hit him up. He says, I'm looking forward to hanging with McNuggets. He said he typed out a message and never hit send. So uh, he does Cap. that a lot. He's done that Calling with me a Cap on times. Corey. Yeah. It's okay. It's, listen, I'm not well, that offended, just slightly. Slightly so. offended. But, yeah, we, we're doing super flex. I'm glad. We did. I like it. And I got to defend my championship. My draft prep will be, hey, Nando, our draft is Wednesday. Our, our top <laughs> fantasy guy at the Athletic. <laughs> I, I have to say, the older I get, the less I care about it. That's I used to I really care. That's where I am. And I, about the – Tenth round of our draft, I was like, I'm I'm going to auto. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't care anymore. At that point, I've never auto picked a single pick in my life. (laughs) Give it some time. That's the most five years from now. I'm older than Jason. No, when your when your kids are in when 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 Aaron's in high school, yeah, and you've got so much going on that that it will become a less priority for Mm. you. I hope. AJ's first football (laughs) game is today. Nice. What what year is he in? By the way, seventh. How's his foot? Oh, he's fine. Man, did he, he take saw, a, he a line shot? Drive, right? Neil yeah. Fisher played college bas- baseball. He's he, a big kid. Best dude on the field. He put one off your son's foot. I, I was worried we that he broke bones. About it. <laughs> well, you missed. You weren't here last week. We were talking about the ridiculous teams in that softball oh, it was, game. It was horrific. <laughs> it was and outrageous. We can say, that, say that for the very end. Horrific. Jay, you've been here to talk Sorry. about it. But yeah. real quick, you did send us something this morning that I think is worth talking about for 10 minutes here before we I didn't say that. I just, I think Jason, uh, Jason said, said it. I said, I think this is a topic for the show. I get hundreds of emails of nonsense. And yeah. this was one of them. I just well, it's it's a it. it's a talker. Yeah, it is. Jay, you want to set it up? No, I think Jason should because he sent it to. The I group. don't remember. What is it? Bookies.com. I mean, all these yeah. gambling sites. There's so many of them. They all send out and their they put odds. odds on everything. And it's all to get us to talk about them. So congratulations, Bookies.com. It worked. I opened your email this morning, <laughs> and there you go. First coach to be fired this year. The odds on it. <laughs> Kevin Stefanski on a list you don't want to be on. Second behind only Tampa Bay's Todd Bowles. I mean, if you believe that, he's on the hottest seat in the NFL. Second hottest seat in the NFL. And I think that's probably accurate. You know what's funny? It's both of them, both these guys, Bowles and Stefanski, are, are linked to Baker forever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you buy that? Do you guys think? Because, gee, you were saying you got six games. He got six. It gets sideways. It's two and four, one and five. He gone. Peace. You know what's interesting Peace about out. that list is Peace three out. of those guys, including Stefanski, coach teams with expectations, right? Put the can you put the list back. Well, that's up, Mike? usually what happens. But the but three of the top four guys are on crappy teams. Tampa Bay doesn't have Tampa any Bay stinks. Washington stinks and Oakland stinks. I don't yeah. know. You know, like I think Josh McDaniels is a terrible coach. It's, but it's, it's the way it's the way. It's the way he goes about it. So yeah. when you got rid of Carr like that, like people like, man, they just they got it out for you. Yeah. Like they don't, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like his Everybody said it's gonna be different this time with McDaniels. It hasn't looked any different. Now it's only been one year, to be fair, but yeah. But yeah, I mean Stefanski's on that list. The Browns have expectations. They've disappointed two years in a row. Now maybe it was unfair to have expectations last year once we knew Watson was gonna get suspended. But nonetheless they were there. The Browns have not, you know, have been a disappointment since his first year here. And they got to win. There's no excuse for the Browns not to win. So, yeah, I get why the odds are that way. I mean, the, the next person up on the list, and I don't believe <laughs> – you notice how that didn't say GM. I don't believe that Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski are tied at the hip. I don't oh, I believe think it. they are. I don't. You, you think that they would fire one and not the other? Oh, I think there's a, I think there's a, a, a decent amount of chance that if Stefanski's gone, Andrew Barry is not gone. 
do you think there's a chance that Barry gets it and Stefanski stays? I could see that way too. You could. I Jay? don't. How could that happen? Because that Stefanski stays and Barry's gone. If the Browns win, but, then I it's happened before. Because they no, say, I know. No, I'm not but, saying if the Browns win. I'm saying if yeah. things go sideways. Oh, if, if, if it goes, if, ultimately, if it, Haslam has to make a decision. I, I think both they're tied to hip. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, if Jason, one, what about you? If, one could go during the season and one after. Like I could see Kevin going yeah, in the middle right. of the season and keeping Barry until after. Sure. But I think if this thing totally unravels, they're both gone. I, think I mean, I I seen it before with Sashi Brown. Sashi got the post up. I'm like, dang, he was the architect and he stayed longer than you and the rest of them. The difference between then and now is then it was total chaos in the building and it was a power struggle in every room. And everyone wanted the owner's ear, and everyone was working Wasn't against each other. Wasn't that Jimmy's fault? Yeah. No, 100%. I always right. blame Jimmy. These guys work together, so right? You said, so you're saying that he's, Jimmy's changed? No. No, but these guys These guys together. all see it the same way. Now, yeah. you can argue whether that's good or bad, but I truly believe there's not this internal battle going on. Like, I mean, I've heard all kinds of stories about how Dorsey would kick Di Podesta and his crew out of meetings, or he would keep Paul in meetings and kick everyone else out and tell him, you got to go. Like th- that type of nonsense, I don't That's think goes on anymore. anymore. If you, if, I, I look at it like this. Pedest is the head scratcher. If you got, if, if you look at that is the if you look at the roster, scratcher. if the roster is great, right, and they like the roster, and they look down and say we got these players, but they decide we just didn't like the way Kevin called the game this year. But how you know the roster is great if the players aren't performing? We th- it looks good now, but if the players well, don't there were perform- times last year there were head scratching plays, you know. You bring Jacoby Brissett in to throw the deep oh, ball. Oh, yeah, I of mean, course. Like, yeah. that's on Kevin. Yeah, oh, so, for sure. So you can sometimes see that the play calling, or, regardless of the players. The yeah. three or, best players on the Browns, and I'm leave, and I'm not including Deshaun Watson in that until he does it <coughs> here in Cleveland. The three best players on the Browns are Batonio, Garrett, and Chubb. Uh, Andrew Berry didn't draft any of those guys. Fact. Okay, so. I could see the other way around, too. Andrew Berry, at best, has been a mediocre GM. To me, at this point. Well, yeah. Remember, so we I'm used not to say that him. all of his draft picks were still on the roster. Is that was like some sort of badge of honor? Yeah. yeah. More and more of them are piling up on right. the no I mean, longer he's, here he's list. He's missed on a lot of draft. He's picks. missed on a yeah. lot of guys. And, and so, I, but I also think, and I've said this before, the longer you do something, the better you get at it. So agreed. a lot, of, a lot of GMs in their first draft or second draft probably have a lot of misses. But the longer you stick around, hopefully. You get better at it, hopefully. But we have but no way of knowing. We've got to see well, proof they, on the Kate field. York didn't get that. And if the Browns are good this year, then we got nothing to worry about. They'll both yeah. be right. here. Now, are we? What's our confidence level? I don't know if you guys talked about it when I was gone last week yeah. on vacation. It, what is our confidence level right now that the Browns are going to be a playoff team? Is that a hope that you have, or is the that fact an that no one is ready to answer? I, I think. <laughs> Ask me after the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say to that is. I have expectations there. I, I, I expect the Browns to be a playoff contender, hundred percent. Yeah, but I think I mean, it's hard. Yeah, but to, well, just about everybody's a contender. But that in the AFC is yeah. so tough. It's brutal. That I mean, who's bad in the? Okay, we know the Jaguars are going are going to win the, or, or most likely the Jaguars are going to win the AFC South. The rest of that division stinks. Terrible. But every team in the North is competitive. Every yeah. team in the East is competitive. Yeah. And then you got the Chargers and the Chiefs. So that's, you know, I, I personally don't think New England's any good. But okay, the Bills, Jets, Dolphins, the four teams in the North, and then the Chiefs and Chargers. That's, that's nine, nine teams. teams are, you, of, are you completely writing off the Broncos, too? You don't think I am. I am. I, I, I am until I see something. Yes. Because they were so horrendous last yeah. year. And I understand it's Sean Payton, but... 
I, they'll be a surprise team for me. Yeah, I, I don't expect them to be good. But just those nine teams, and I'm, I'll include Pittsburgh, even though I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but a lot of people like Pittsburgh, so I'll put them in there. That's nine teams for six <coughs> spots. Yeah. So it's hard to guarantee anybody in the playoffs. And then you look at Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. I'm not saying those three are guaranteed to make the playoffs. I don't think they are. Kansas City would be the biggest shocker of them all. But those three teams have proven it for a few years. If any of those it's three hard. miss, I'll it's be shocker. stunned. It's a I, shocker. I'll be stunned. So if we all agree that those three are almost definitely going to make the playoffs. six for three spots. For, th- for three spots because, you know, somebody's got to win the South and it's right. probably Jacksonville. So you got the three other spots and you got the Browns, you got the Ravens, you got the Steelers, you got the Patriots. Well, I'm going to leave off the Patriots. The Dolphins, the Jets, and the Chargers. Like, those are all pretty good teams. So your expectation is they'll contend but not get a spot. My ex, I think we, I think we talked about percentages the other day. I think yeah, we br- did, we did kind of this, but we we could definitely revisit. I mean, I'm just to- asking <clears> you to jump I, on I, one side. I of the think fence the Browns the have a 50 percent chance to make the playoffs. Oh, so you're right on the fence. Yeah, hey, listen, I'm I, sorry. and that's not bad. I mean, 50 percent is I, you know. I'm, I'm sorry. Everybody in Cleveland has to be signed up for the fact that the Browns have to make the playoffs. I'm in that. Group. If nothing more. Then if I go back through the annals of time, is you know you guys got to do something. The Jacksonville Jaguars in their second year of existence went to the AFC Championship game. That's disrespectful. But it's a different AFC right now. And, but I, and, but I, 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 mean, I mean, they so egregiously went the other way on expansion franchises. Yeah. That the other the other expansion franchise with them yeah. was Carolina, Carolina, and they also made a conference championship. And they made game a conference championship because game. they left so many players unprotected. Right. They they had a a big what do number you think, of players. Jason, to choose you from. think that? What do you think of my fifty percent chance? I think it's playoffs? probably accurate. I think the Browns and the Chargers have the two widest variances of outcomes. Like I've said this before, the Browns could go eleven and six, and I'd go, all right, yeah, yeah, I see it. They sure. got the talent. They go six and eleven, and go, yep. I, I see Guys, it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the NFL. And it's the With most. With the exception of very few teams. Right. Well, I, think, I just yeah. think of, of all the teams that we think are going to be good, the Chargers and Browns, and I think the, and the Jets. I put the I Jets the in Jets there, too. too. Yes. But the Browns. The Dolphins, too. It's Tua. Well, yeah, that's, he's that's an more of an I don't think their variance is as big because I don't think their upside is that high, and I, I think they have a higher is anyone ceiling gonna per, be, floor. Is anyone personally. going to be shocked? Shocked. If the Browns go six and eleven, no, I would. I will not I would, be. No, I, I would. You know why? I'll I would, be disappointed. You, I won't be shocked. You know why? You know why I'll be shocked because if I switch out six, seven coaches and save that, if Bill Belichick had this roster, <coughs> where would they be? Well, if Mike Tomlin had this, if Harbaugh tell had me it, how the quarterback plays. Hey, but here's the thing: because Bill ain't had a quarterback and they've been five hundred. But guess what? If Bill had, if Bill had Watson, what would he be doing? If, which Watson? This Watson. That we we don't know. We, we don't know what this Watson is. But that's what is. I'm saying. So, like, does anybody sh- know what this Watson is? No, we don't know for sure. I no. don't. But, but what? Would, but if you had to say, who wins more games, Mike Tomlin with this roster or Kevin Stefanski with this well, roster? Well, yeah, Mike Tomlin. I, well, give of me course. Tomlin and give me Belichick and of course. Harbaugh. Of course, and, and but you don't have those guys. But here's only that, a couple of those. But guys. that's what I'm saying. If you telling me they went six and twelve or whatever the case may be, I'm telling you it's the coach. No, nah, I don't believe. Not that. necessarily. That's part if of it. If Watson's but... broken, it don't matter who the coach is. Well, it, here's the thing. It, it, my my thing. That's is, the if only that happens, If that happens, I'm I, I would guess in that circumstance that Watson gets back to if he throws for four thousand yards and he has a four and twelve season. You, kind of like how the Texans did. That won't happen. That won't happen. No, no, I don't think it can. The either, that's the br- unacceptable. The, the variance with the Browns is only because 
there's a chance that Watson is broken, as you say. Yeah. There's a chance. I think that's not the case. I think he's going to play very well this year. But there's no way you can't de- you can't deny that there's at least a chance of course there that is. something has been broken in him that can't be fixed. No. It may only be a, a 1% chance or 5%, whatever. But until we see it's he hasn't on the played, table as an He option. hasn't been a great quarterback for two years. That's a fact. And so until we see it again for sure, he is and it's boring. not just Watson. If Patrick Mahomes didn't play for two years, you right. wouldn't know for sure. You know what I would say? I would say that it, for the Browns, anyhow, Yeah, Deshaun Watson is the biggest X factor coming into a season that I can remember Absolutely. in recent course. memory. Absolutely. And that's why Watson if the Browns did win 11 games this year, I wouldn't be shocked either. That's no. exactly right. right. If, perform- if Deshaun Watson plays like Houston, Deshaun Watson, I expect they can win, win 12. Yes. yes. They can yes. win the division. They can be the one seed. They can do it all. I agree. They can win a Super Bowl, for crying out loud. But there is some level of unknown. Yeah, and that's him. what that's what gets all of us, is that level of unknown. But let me ask you this. In the end, if the Browns did go 10-7 and seven and got eliminated on a tiebreaker on the last week of the season, yeah, that's heartbreaking and awful. What do you do with the coach? I'm not firing nobody's getting the coach. Fired. Nobody's, if they go 10-7 no. and seven and miss the playoffs, nobody's getting fired. I, I agree right? with you. I don't and think they'll do And that could happen. That could. I mean, that's not no, crazy. Y'all really believe that? Yes. I believe that, too. Yes. You would fire the coach if they went 10-7 and seven and lost the playoffs on a heartbreaker? On a... They, and then lost the I mean, it depends. Obviously, we have to see it play yeah. out. Yeah, How did like, you get to that 10-7? Right. There's seven, two right. different 10-7s. Ten, ten you know, there's a 10-7 and I, seven that you felt you were good enough to make the playoffs, and yeah. then there's a 10-7 and seven where, it, man, you lucked into two or three wins that you should have won. That's easy. true. You guys, 7-10 and 10 last year, and when you look at the difference in this league, I'll give you three games right now that the Browns had in their midst. Yep. They had it. And now instead of 7-10... and 10, or were they six and eleven? What were they like? Seven, seven and, and ten. ten. Instead of seven and ten, they're ten and seven. It's, yeah, but you can say I mean, that about every team. You can. That's yeah. that's why I said right. that's the NFL that's now. But you know what? You can't say the good teams find ways to win those more Jets often, games. I, more I, often I, I than refuse not. to. I refuse to let you off the hook for the Jacksonville Jaguars under Urban Meyer going one and something, and then the next year they make the playoffs. Facts. Yeah, I'm not eight, look, nine. At, look at their division and the teams that they're playing. I, they made the playoffs at eight and nine. One more win than the Browns. Guess what? They had yeah. more wins than the Browns. But if they played the Bengals twice, the Ravens twice, and the Steelers twice, are they, they going to the playoffs? Yeah, if they, they were in the, if they were in the North, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. Hey, listen. If 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 was a fifth, we all be drunk. If no, you. you Make the playoffs. You got whose roster is better, the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Browns? The, the Browns. Browns. I, I mean, so why do why the do they get excuses though? Like why what excuses? Like you saying no? If you don't make the playoffs, they're out of here. No saving. Done. Dunsky. You rip it up and start over. Done. Listen, it's, it, hurt, it hurts my heart to say it, yeah. but at the end of the day, you got teams that go from worst to first every year. But, but you, us, we look around like you got the best backs. You got the, a good line. You, you got cap space. You got a receiver. We you got a number cap one space, guys. What are we doing there? We got, I we got more about next year. You got a quarterback making fifty million and a quarterback so you, making 50. his cap hit is like sixty million next year. So you got to sixty four. You got to cut every corner. You got to cut every corner. Oh you if, can not, if nothing else, but for that, Jay, you got to go to the playoffs. Where's my return on investment? The Browns should go to the playoffs. They should. <laughs> That's but, my expectation. But because the AFC is so loaded, you don't know. I don't think you can and look I don't at it think, as a short thing. And we keep saying no excuses. I don't think we're making excuses. Ten and seven is not. That's a good year. No, the NFL, if they finish worse than that, and they're not oh, legitimately a, in the hunt, gone. Gone. I can't. Yeah, I can't rubber stamp ten and seven as a good year. 
I can't. I can't. I, we didn't say it was a good year. I did. I'm no, saying, Jay did. I did. To I me, did. A, a good year is 11 wins and a playoff berth. That's a good year. I don't want to yeah. be in the also-ran category again this year. Because for Stefanski, it. that would be three years in a row. Yeah. And you've got a top-notch quarterback now. You can't use that as an excuse. I Actually, I think that's the worst-case scenario. Like, if, if the bottom falls out and they're terrible, it makes the answer easy of what you have to yes. do. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. well, if, if they make the playoffs, it's easy, what yeah. you do. Like, everybody stays. It's that gray area in between where I think it's, it's a really hard decision. It, hurt, it hurts my heart to say it, but, like, Look, man, the Bengals had Joe Burrow, a terrible line, and they drafted Jamar Chase and went to the Super Bowl. What? Like, mm-hmm. is that easy? They, that, and we got to sit here and have everything perfect. In fairness, yeah. in fairness, G, Joe Burrow got hurt as a rookie, and he didn't play that much. They weren't, they, you know. They won. They drafted in the top three. Then went he, to the Super Bowl. Burrow got hurt. Yeah, but then they went yeah. to the Super Bowl yes. with nothing to write home about any other places. Like, like, so that's what I'm saying. My expectation that's is... Not, I don't agree with that. Why? The Bengals' defense has been, been criminally underrated for the last three years. Not the year they went to the Super Bowl. They yes, was, it was. They it was, was good. They, they was, did it with a bunch of guys they, we didn't know. We didn't even know them. Have, but, they, but just because you didn't know them doesn't mean they're not good. No, no I know, but that's why they're underrated. People yeah. are like, who's on this defense? And, and Joe Mixon had a great year that year. He's a good back. He's not Nick Chubb, but he's a good back. Good pass. So yeah, they they had a bad offensive line, but Battle they were pretty line. good everywhere else. And so you, with a rookie guy coming off a torn ACL, yes. a below average line, and he got sacked all the time. Yes, with that's a decent fair. running back and a, and a and a solid defense, they went to the Super Bowl. That's, was that's one play fair. away? Yeah. That's fair. Well, Joe Burrow was that special though. Dang, a, for bro. me. Joe Burrow is a life changer. Dang, I, I just want some life changing too. I do too. Give me some change and in the Deshaun life. Deshaun Watson should be a life changer too. That's why. That's why year. the expectation is playoffs, Deshaun. The the expectation should be playoffs. I agree. Right. I agree. Well, good, Mike. Mary Kay just updated her initial fifty-three man roster with a couple more moves, a couple more locks. Matt Adams, the linebacker. Yeah. On the fifty-three. Yeah, I thought so. He's the special teams guy. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, that's his yep. name. He was signed this offseason yep, as right? a special teams yep. ace. DeAnthony Bell also making it alongside Hickman, so, so they kept five, five safeties, yeah. wow. which is pretty interesting. Five. Yeah, well, that's why you keep one less quarterback, one, one less quarterback, yeah, and not flexibility in other places. And Mike Ford Jr. Also, I don't think he was really up in the air as a potential cut guy, but he has also made the initial 53-man roster, according to Mary Kay. Her little commentary, an absolute no-brainer for the team, primary, primarily for his special team's ability. Yeah. Mary Kay coming with the Hunger Game reports. <laughs> Put your name up there with your district. Well, we'll see. See how this shakes out. That kind of leaves Elliot as the only guy in question. Yeah, yeah do we, we don't know yet. Do we not? Lay it? How there, many? Uh, where? What's our number? Can we? It can, feels like we're over fifty. Mikey, can you give us an a, a, a updated tally? Who we know who's in the camp? Yes, I can. Yeah, How many? Uh, so, as uh, of right now, it must be fifty-two. The guys who are who Mary Kay's reported who have been on the block that have made the fifty-three: Diabate, Hickman, Adams, Bell, and Mike Ford Jr. And that still leaves the Hurst Elliott. I, I think Hurst would get the edge if they do cut one, but who knows? Maybe they go with five. They keep them all. Right. Uh, but Elliott is still the guy we are waiting to find out. The guys who have been released, according to Mary Kay, Watkins, Jalen Darden, Isaiah Thomas, Kellen Mond, to, uh, Tommy Togiai, Cade York, Tristan Hill, Demetric Felton, and Michael Dunn. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. There you go. It is. By the way, congratulations to WKYC uh, News. Just tweeted this out. Anthony Kendall, who is a Baldwin-Wallace alum... Second most famous Baldwin Wallace made the, the Tennessee Titans years. roster for now. Wow! And could become the first Baldwin Wallace alum to play in the NFL since 1987. That's really cool. Bad job out of you, Anthony. That was supposed to be you. Shout out! Shout yeah. out to him. That's man. cool. I could have taken Cade's kicking spot. What's his position? Uh, DB. He's a cornerback. Wow! Cornerback? Corner, like defensive. Good for him. That's hard. I mean, Division that is Three. Really hard. You know how much it's better. Very rare. You know how much better you got to get. From the end of your high school career to the end of your some guys do career. though. You know the growth rate yeah. for guys is wildly. That's different. a Scotty yeah. Pippen move right there. Yeah, like, Scotty Pippen is like, right. Ooh. We had one. There was a player who played for Brockport when I was calling games there that made the NFL. Wow. Left tackle. He in his right when he came to Brockport, he just grew got like huge. crazy. Did not allow a sack in four years and never it. transferred out. That's the other thing. Yeah. Right. Like usually, right, 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 right. if those guys blossom after year one, two, or three. They're moving out, especially if they're in Division Three school. Yep, yeah. they're moving he to a Division briefly One. Briefly for the Giants and the Good Bears. Good for him. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to follow. Another him. former Brown cut, Stephen Carlson. Remember him, tight end. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I do remember him. Greedy yeah. Williams also cut. Yeah, no, I saw so that. Greedy that happened cut. over the weekend. Richard LeCount also Gone. cut. Oh yeah, I saw he. I will say, Jason, you can speak to this. The caliber caliber of player that the Browns cut this year. To me, feels better than it did in years oh, yeah. past, oh, and yeah. that speaks oh, to our overall depth. Yeah. Speaks to the like we're letting go some players that can play. Guys will get picked up. Guys, yeah, uh, Michael Dunn, uh, right. he's going to yeah. play somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we've spent most of our time uh, since I've been here in Cleveland debating, you know, who was going to be. Forget the end of the roster. We were talking about who's going to be starting. Starting half the positions position. were up for grabs, and none of that was really the case this year, except for kicker. That was it. <laughs> yeah. At the I end mean, of the day, that's the only starting position maybe that the, turns and over. Maybe the second defensive tackle spot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure who for sure is starting. I mean, I thought Jordan Elliott at the start of camp. I thought it was going to be Shelby Harris, but yeah. I, you know, maybe I don't know. They're, maybe they're working him in because yeah. he came in a little late. I don't know. I thought Shelby Harris But it's not. Be. I mean, that's that's it. You know, we yeah. still don't know who the second running back and is that's, for sure. That's rare for the Browns. Yeah. But, so, that, that's a sign of progress. I mean, if According we're getting angry to, about the seventh. Hey, according to Jake Trotter. A.J. Green has been informed he is on the Browns' 53-man roster. Okay. So that's another cornerback. And one more plug, 4 o'clock, behind the glass, we'll be breaking down all the Browns moves. We'll have the finalized 53-man roster for that, and we'll talk about some Good. cuts. Also, I want to plug um, our membership push. Shoot because it. when this show ends in a minute and change, we're going to discuss, we go to overtime. We do that every day yeah. for $1.99 a month. Is that it? $1.99. That's your starter tier perk. I yep. mean, that is nothing, crew. That is nothing. You get the overtime segments every day. And today we're discussing something that some people might find as absurd. I don't. 
but it's a it's an item that is being made available to Browns fans to purchase. And our discussion is, will a lot of Browns fans pay over $500 for this piece of, not memorabilia, but merchandise? That's insane. I, I, but I, I can't wait to see how many of these damn things and, sell. In the gaming community, we call that DLC. Get you some of that DLC, we, man. Ma- Mikey is predicting that G. Bush will be the first one to buy it. I do think G. I, I can't it. believe it wasn't G. Bush's idea. Yeah, that's true. All depends on what it is. I'm listen. I'm I'm all for yeah. like, yeah. I know you love stuff like this. Yeah. Anyhow, that's going to be our overtime yeah. topic for yeah, today. Like and now it. that we're in the football season, there's so much meat left on the bone after yeah. our two hours. Yeah. It's true. worth the dollar ninety nine. That's right. Hey, hold on. Uh, uh, Got to clarify. Become a hey, member. Four four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Okay, yeah. Four ninety nine. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I to watch overtime. Still, that's nothing. Five bucks a month. Hey, shout out Joe Biden. He paid my student loan off. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Joe. Wait, did you get a Love notification? It. Yes. You got a notification that said it's it's paid. I went on the website where I pay my student loan. Boom! I'm starting. You zero. would still be paying a student Oh hell no! Oh, hell, hell no! Hell no, Joe! Hey Joe, call me. Call call me. Listen, we I gotta get to. Hey, Love uh, you, Joe. Hey, listen. You hey, had scholarship, weren't you? Yeah, listen. But I listen. You I went to, to, to broadcasting school. I, oh, I, I, that's so, right. So I went to broadcasting school. I'm trying to see. Stop playing around with Did me. Did you fill out the paperwork for it? Let me go see. Let's go. Let's get that paperwork going. Stop Love it. It's done. Uh, yeah. Overtime next. Peace. It's a bunch of. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.